Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello, you are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, y'all, I'm so excited to be back in front of the microphone this week with you to just kind of talk a little bit about a topic that I feel like is definitely something that a lot of us don't really talk about, especially when it comes to transitions, changes in life, swift movements and seasons, and also changes in our routine, and that is grief. So I'm going to kind of come from grief from a different lens. I'm not talking about grief in this episode from the perspective of losing someone. So experiencing someone passing or losing a friend or just in general experiencing a death. I'm really more so talking about the feelings associated with grief when it comes to transitions and changes in life and really also the grief that comes from um, letting things go putting boundaries up that end up causing people to leave or when relationships grow apart. These are often not talked about or this word of grief is not often brought up when we're talking about changes, transitions, things moving, um, us moving, us moving on from different things, us stopping things, us failing at things. And really the way that I even like to associate and frame failure is really a time where you are trying something out and it just seems like you're constantly hitting walls or it's not working and you have to put it down and move on. But there are also times when things are working and then you take a time of rest or you take a time of just kind of separating yourself from it or moving on or giving yourself a break that there's grief associated with that. And so in this episode, I want to talk a lot about what does grief look like in general Um, And what we can do with giving ourselves the permission to grieve when it comes to something that we are transitioning out of, a change that might have happened in our life, a swift movement of a season, changes in our routine, people leaving. And really when I say people leaving more so relationships growing apart or you having to honestly shut down a friendship or or even become estranged to a parent or realizing that a relationship with someone isn't working and having to break up with that person. 
that creates a season of grief or a stage of grief, as I like to call it. And I really want to kind of give language um, to this actual feeling that comes up because it's not often talked about and we really associate grieving a lot with someone passing. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about that. So the first thing I wanted to discuss is feelings around grief are valid. I want to normalize what grief looks like and really kind of go through the stages of what grief are. I'm going to link in the description um, a link to a downloadable that you can get on the stages of grief. There are actually five stages of grief and I feel like there are actually more, but these are the core five that I like to go over with clients when it comes to grieving and moving through the stages of those things. Now, be mindful that these stages are not in order. When something happens or when a season changes or someone um, you kind of fall out of a relationship with, and even when I talk about a season shifting, this could be you moving away to another city. This could be you transitioning into a new job. This could be having to get laid off from a job and having to deal with just the feelings around that. There's no real stage of grief that is final. They all kind of change. And then you end up getting to a place of acceptance, which I'll talk about in a second. So the stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And so if you're grieving something or if you have recently went through something, you're going to probably feel a lot of these feelings. I gave this example in an episode I did on grieving friendships, which I'll link in the description. And... I talked a lot about uh, two relationships that I had um, back in like, I want to say like 2019 that I both cut kind of around the same time. And I grieved those friendships for a period of like two and a half years. And it looked very similar to these feelings that I'm describing. I had a lot of anger at one point. I was really in a lot of denial. I had a lot of feelings of guilt and shame around maybe I should have did more. Um, I had a lot of feelings around why did this happen? This this shouldn't have been happened. This shouldn't have happened to me. Maybe I did something wrong, or they were the wrong person in the friendship. And I don't think I understood at the time, and this is what I'm explaining now that. During that period of time, I had to grieve what was going on. I had to grieve the routine of connecting with that person consistently. I had to grieve them being aware of so many areas of my life and not being able to share that anymore. I had to grieve that this was something that I needed to do, but it was still so hard to do. And so oftentimes when we have these uncomfortable emotions of denial, anger, any type of feelings around, um, this shouldn't be happening to me. I would do anything to change these feelings or even sadness or depression. We don't often think that because we associate the feelings being uncomfortable as we're doing something wrong. And oftentimes, especially when you're thinking about especially changes in relationships, if you are someone who is also thinking about breaking up with someone, those uncomfortable feelings will eventually die down, but you're going to feel the weight of them in the beginning. And so throughout this episode, I'm going to talk about some tips, but I want to talk about the feelings first. So denial is this can't be happening to me. And most times people um, kind of associate this as this may be a situation where this shouldn't be happening. Like this 
this cannot be happening to me. I shouldn't be at this point, especially if you're thinking about breaking up with someone like you might be in a long-term relationship, might've gotten to the point of even getting engaged or almost married to this person. And then something happens, you have to call this off. Like, you often think like this can't be had, this should not be my life. And there's often you kind of deny the situation and also deny the feelings that you feel around it. Like I should not be feeling this way about this. This should not be what's going on with me. That is denial. And that is actually very normal. The next stage is anger. Why is this happening to me? So often questioning, getting angry at what's happening. You kind of say the situation is unfair. You can often place blame. You can often say they're the reason why this happened. And just feeling betrayal. Betrayal can also be a feeling that's associated with anger. If there was something that happened in in the situation where you were betrayed or often done outrightly wrong, Definitely can feel the feelings of anger and anger can often come up when you are grieving and just know that that is normal. Bargaining. I will do anything to change this. So this can often kind of come up when it comes to kind of associating with denying it, but also going to the stage of where I would do anything to make these feelings stop or I would do anything to change this. I would do anything to give this time again. I would do anything to make this change again. And oftentimes this is a way to delay or often um, make the feelings that you feel easier to deal with. If I would do this so that I don't have to feel this. And that can often be times a space of avoidance or even suppression. And so my suggestion and advice to you is feel the feelings. I know it's not fun. I know it's not, you know, enjoyable. And I'll talk about some tips in a second, but feel the feelings and just know that bargaining is very normal. Depression. I also like to just kind of say sadness, because I think when we hear the word depression, we think of a long standing time of just sadness, but really sadness can kind of come up at any point throughout this time. So depression is kind of going through the place of what's the point of going on after this? And really the stage of depression, I've heard a lot of clients talk about, they're usually here a lot. So this is where you kind of feel like you want to isolate yourself. You may cry a lot. You may often feel like this is the place where I'm just going to stay forever because I can't move on after this. And really what I would tell people is you have to get to a point of processing your feelings out and really understanding that this is normal. Like I want to more than anything in this episode, kind of paint the picture that even though you're feeling these feelings, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Okay. And then the last stage of grief is acceptance. Um, And this is where you can go from, this is a horrible loss to it's going to actually be okay. And kind of accepting the loss. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oftentimes, you're going to feel these stages at different moments. There may be times where you get to acceptance and then immediately flash back to anger. There may be times you might have anger and then funnel into sadness. There may be times you funnel into sadness and go into denial of this can't be happening from denial to bargaining. That is very normal. And truly, what I will say is 
You can often even think about these feelings or these feelings will come up years later. And so it's a very, uh, you don't really feel like you have control over what your emotions are feeling and you have to give yourself the space and time to process them out. Which brings me to point number two, which is going to be talking a lot about support. What does support look like for you in this season of grief? There might be a very, very just kind of um, way that you specifically deal with things. And what I'm going to say is a lot of times, a lot of us isolate. A lot of us close ourselves off. We don't give ourselves the space to just talk to people. I sometimes don't feel safe enough to talk to people. And what I'm going to really suggest to you is that you pull yourself to a place where you can get support. And really also, I want you to define what does support look like for me in this season? Is support talking out my feelings? Is support, you know, journaling my thoughts? Is support sending random thoughts how I feel about what's going on to someone? Is support seeking counseling? Oftentimes, I tell clients all the time, I may be the safest person in your life to talk to about anything. There may not be anybody in your life that you can go to to talk about things. And I may be your safest space. And that's okay. Eventually, you'll get to a point to where you feel like you can talk to other people. But it's okay to feel as though sometimes seeking help is seeking counseling. To just talk about it. I'll tell clients all the time, we can get through a breakup. But we can't get through a breakup if we don't actually give ourselves the time to grieve this. Otherwise, you'll just suppress the feelings and never talk about it. So I really want you to think through whatever transition you're in your life, whatever thing you're transitioning out of and grieving, what does support look like for you in this season? Maybe it's a check-in once a week with a really close family member. Maybe it is giving yourself the time to go walking a couple times a week. Maybe it's journaling how you're feeling out um, and knowing how to write your feelings out every single day. That's important, okay? The third thing is create a sense of normalcy. So the thing that I like to tell clients is grieving changes our routine. Grieving changes the way we do things. If you worked a job and were laid off, that changes your entire routine. Whereas you're very, you know, accustomed to getting up and going to work, the act of actually getting up and going to work is is null and void at that point. So your routine changes. So how do you create a sense of normalcy? How do you find new ways to uh, express your emotions? How do you find new ways to connect with other people? Creating a sense of normalcy is creating new routines. And I would say this doesn't have to be like a super well thought out plan. It can just be things that can create a sense of normalcy. So Um, when I was grieving my friendships, for example, I knew one of the things that I needed to do was find other ways to connect with other people. Um, there were some friendships that I felt like I wasn't really pouring into at the time. And so I spent a lot of time pouring back into those friendships. I spent time connecting with other people. I got involved in my church at the time. And that was a great way for me to get involved in other things that weren't associated or surrounded by these relationships. And that was very helpful for me. I know when I quit my job and went into full-time entrepreneurship, I was very big on trying to change my routine because I had to grieve being an employee. And even now, as I've transitioned back into work, I've had to grieve being an entrepreneur. I've had to grieve having so much time to do so many things. And it's forced me to really think about, okay, this is my new normal. How can I create normalcy in this time? And truly, even I am talking about that, um, I'm thinking about 
as I've grieved kind of being an entrepreneur going back into the workforce, there's been a part of me that has felt a lot of shame around that. Like I should have been able to handle all of this on my own in my business. But the reality of it is there were a lot of things that happened. And also I was always working from home and was by myself that I missed the camaraderie of employment. And that's something that has really shifted my mental health. It has shifted the way I do things. Going into the office, seeing people has has really boosted my mood a lot um, because I was so used to being alone and working alone and I'm naturally an extrovert. And so that's something that has helped my um ability to create normalcy is finding the things that in this season of time have helped where in previous seasons it was different okay and the last and final thing is be patient with yourself there is oftentimes so much judgment around you not being able to do something you not feeling as though you're equipped to do it not feeling as though these things are the or feeling as though these things are wrong that you feel uncomfortable feelings are normal like I really want to dive in this year with you all around or within the next year around understanding that emotions are normal. And just because they are uncomfortable, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you have to shame yourself. It doesn't mean you have to force yourself to feel like something is wrong with you because you're feeling an uncomfortable emotion. And so as you're navigating through your stages of grief, I want you to be kind to yourself. I want you to understand that kindness is required in this process. Kindness and compassion towards yourself are required in this process. Um, In one of the episodes I have coming up, I'm going to talk about negative self-talk and negative self-dialogue that we have with ourselves and talk talk about some ways that you can overcome negative self-talk. And I hope that episode will be helpful to you. But in the meantime, if you are definitely looking for you know, ways that you can kind of work through your grief, definitely check out the description for the resources that I mentioned below. I'm so excited to be back recording with you all. I hope you found this episode to be fruitful for you. If you love this episode, feel free to message me on Instagram at Rosa Renee and also leave a review uh, for the podcast. I love reading y'all's reviews. I actually get an email every single week when someone leaves a review and it's just like a boost on my Monday morning when I get to see that you all leave reviews for the episodes of you you are listening to Apple iTunes, be sure to go give the uh, podcast five stars and leave us a written review. I would love to see it. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week.